0: That's what I saw on YouTube today. Yeah. The people were saying, I'm gonna buy a bunch at 25. Maybe that's where they got it from. Maybe they got it from Kiyosaki. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> hey, it's Walter here and you're at the Think Profit Podcast where we're gonna help you develop a rock solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching.
1: Right, Hugh? That's right. We're gonna help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. All right, Walter, so every market has its own separate psychology, I guess you could say, um, in order to trade it. Uh, so what do you think the psychology behind the crypto market is in order to trade that market successfully?
0: Trade it successfully? Yeah. Um, well, I would. one thing I would definitely want to look at is leverage. Like if Mm -hmm. I was trading cryptos, I don't know what it is now, but when I, when, you know, five years ago or whatever, when I was, you know, back in 2016 or whatever, when I was looking at it, because there were enough brokers that had it, Mm -hmm. um, but the leverage was all, leverage was all messed up or like, it wasn't really, like like it was hard. Yeah, it was super low. And it was kind of like, why would I trade this? I mean, on one end. I think it's just like the stock traders. I really do. Like, mm-hmm. I, to me, the guys who trade shares like Apple and Tesla and, you know, whatever the darling stock of the time, Amazon or whatever, like those traders who trade those and they just buy and they just buy and then when it goes down, they buy some more. Mm-hmm. To me, that's kind of the mindset. Is it? It's always going to go up. You know that? Like I've seen, I've actually seen these guys on Twitter and they say things like, "Rule number one, buy." Rule number two: If it goes down, buy more. Rule number three: See rules one and two. You know, so they, mm-hmm. they're just and in, in then perpetual uptrend, right? Which is which is has served people well. You know, there was a big crash, I think, when cryptos hit nineteen, uh, Bitcoin hit nineteen thousand, mm-hmm. and then I believe this was the second leg. So if you look at things through the Elliott Wave theory, right? Which I don't necessarily look at, right? But I am aware of it, and I, I find it interesting. You would argue that. I would argue that just look at Bitcoin against the US dollar, that that first wave that we had up to 19,000, just under 20,000, I believe that was the first leg. So that was wave one. Then you have the retrace, right? ABC. And then you had the third leg, which I think we've probably just completed, which is usually like one of the longest ones. Mm -hmm. And Takes a long time, and then I think we're in the ABC retracement there, and then you have the fifth one, which is the the really it goes super sharp, right? Mm-hmm. And then it collapses from there, and then has to you know eventually restart another another trend, right? Like another move. That's what I think we're at. I think we just went off of wave three. That's like long term. That's what I think. And I think that the people that trade cryptos are kind of like stock traders in that you just assume it's always going to go up. And that usually works, you know, in a bull market, Mm -hmm. but in a market like this, like I I just saw today, some people posting on YouTube, like I'm going to buy some more Bitcoin when it hits 25 grand and stuff like that. And that's cool. But like, you just have to remember that, you know, like, I think it would be really hard to be a trader. Like if let's say you're 22 years old and everything you've seen in your whole life basically has been the markets go up because when 2008 happened, you were eight years old. Right. (laughs) So you, you didn't, you know, you didn't really see that. So, you, you know, your whole life, all you've seen is basically free money and every market has gone to the moon. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a difficult and I was kind of like that, too. Like as a child of the 80s, I had that same perspective. The only thing is different that I was I was aware of the 1987 crash. That was a big deal back then, so I was aware of that. But again, all we, all my my friends said when we were kids, like I would just be buying right now, man. You know, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. It's just, and so, and it, it would have worked out, right? So, same thing of buying at two thousand and eight. Uh, Warren Buffett basically bought Goldman Sachs in two thousand eight. He said it's on sale. I'm going to buy it. These people are these are good people. You know, mm-hmm. this is a good a good business with excellent people. So, so I think the mindset of most crypto traders. Now again, there are going to be some technical traders out there that buy and sell right and do it on lower time frame, but most of them have almost like an investor mindset where they're just kind of buying buying and buying buying on the breakouts, buying on the pullbacks you know mm-hmm. um that's what I've seen most of so that's my thought on that but i don't I could be wrong, but that seems to be like you don't find a whole lot of people saying you know cryptos are going to go into the you know into the into the bin. The people that say that are usually the older ones who don't think crypto is like a real asset like peter schiff like you know <laughs> peter
1: schiff yeah, yeah like peter schiff people like yeah. that yeah exactly yeah, yeah 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 okay cool yeah no i totally agree um i think it has a lot of potential and it's a very young market so i think it's it's gonna go up in the long term you just kind of gotta like buy and hold mm. a lot of them are like penny stocks also right like these people are kind of gambling on yeah the, on the pop right uh but the bigger ones like yeah. bitcoin and ethereum or whatever are are like you say the stocks you just hold them you look for the fundamentals is it a good project is it a good technology and then you um you just kind of buy in and then average average up right yeah no yeah. i totally agree and uh, yeah. i think that uh to be successful you really have to have a strong stomach i think be willing to weather the drawdowns and um just understand the long-term potential of the cryptos right
0: yeah i mean exactly and you know like with any new technology the, like I remember when when they, they had these little robot vacuums that came out, and we mm-hmm. got like the first one, right? Because mm-hmm. we were like, oh, we don't want a vacuum or anything. And you know, we had a little kid and stuff. And and but the thing is, like the next generation that came out was just like same with iPhones or whatever. Like the next generation that comes out so much better. It's the same with internet browsers, you know. The the best internet browser was was Netscape, and that was the Darling stock in the 90s and um actually gateway 2000 people don't remember (laughs) gateway 2000 was basically dell that was Mm -hmm. dell computers before dell you know before Mm -hmm. michael dell so you know the first thing so bitcoin was like the first thing that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the best one long term Mm -hmm. it could be something like ether that ends up being the backbone of everything you know because um like we had um a, I didn't really, I wasn't on them, but they had AOL message boards or whatever, right? Yeah. And so now you have things like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and it's all kind of like fractured. It's like, you know, and, and, and there's really like, you used to go on like AOL message boards and you can find any sort of topic that you're into if you're into dogs or stocks or whatever. And then now the internet's so fractured. It's like, you have to kind of really dig down and, and go into the, the forum that's about Doberman pinchers or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. your, do you know what I mean? It's, it's so like specialized now and so deep. So I, I, to me, I find it really fascinating that, you know, when people say things like Bitcoin is going to, because we talked about it before. I said, I think, you know, Bitcoin probably will go to 40,000, but I think in 2017, we talked about, I said, I think Bitcoin will go to 40,000, but mm-hmm. it has to go back down first. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was when we had that first wave up to 19,000 and people just forget that there are ebbs and flows to it and as a trader like if you trade the four-hour charts you understand that if you Mm -hmm. trade currencies you understand that it's one of the advantages we have over stock traders where the majority of them are only just buying they're not thinking of of the downside Mm -hmm. i mean they do think of the downside but they don't ride the downside whereas we we can ride both sides of it so that is in some ways an advantage for us in other ways it's a disadvantage because all they have to ever consider is when should I buy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when should I sell, right? Whereas we have to think, should I buy or should I sell, or you know, it's a number like of opportunities
1: multi- to foot, uh, shoot yourself in the foot, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we have
1: way more, way more opportunities. So, it's a bit so I, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on Bitcoin. Do you think it's like a outdated? I mean, I, I think it's going to go up still, but do you think it's an outdated technology or? It's a great question. I don't know enough about it. I know just enough to be dangerous. And what I would say
0: mm-hmm. is, it seems like the people who are smart. Are pointing out that it's a bit clunky it seems like it takes a lot to manage it and to in and, and all that like in terms of like accepting it like if i was an online store and i accepted bitcoin it seems like it's it's not it's not the best version of that of blockchain technology yes, it's not for and that maybe way. yeah and maybe something like ether is but the other side of that is people say well it's, you can store it. it's a it's a it's, it's it's value because there are not unlimited there's only 20 million of them and a lot of them have been lost or mm-hmm. whatever so there isn't really ever going to be 20 million once they mine it all out and so yeah so um the other side of it, is it could be a store of value. So, I don't know. I think it will go up. I think it needs to go down again like, you know, like like the first leg. I think this third leg needs to go down probably a bit further than it is now. I don't even know what it is now. Do you know what it is at? Is it like 30 grand or 20 30,000
1: or something like that? 30,000.
0: No? Yeah, I think it's around 30,000 as we record this. Yeah. So my guess is it'll probably fall to 20 or something like that, 22 or you know, whatever, but um before we see that fifth leg kick in interesting yeah i never i never thought about that i think
1: kiyosaki is mentioning like 25 is his buying point so
0: yes that's what i saw on youtube today yeah people were saying i'm gonna buy a bunch at 25 maybe that's where they got it from maybe they got it from kiyosaki maybe (laughs) maybe. (laughs) yeah but like if you follow the the um if it's true like what i say about the Elliott wave Mm. it shouldn't it shouldn't go lower than the first legs high Mm. do you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. actually if you look back At the first leg where it went up to 19 grand and then it came back down, I was thinking it would go down to like 1100 or something like that or 1000, which was kind of like the first breakout Mm -hmm. on the micro scale, but it never did. It only, I think it only went down to like 3000 or something. So, yeah, so it didn't take out that previous high at 1000 or 1100 whatever you want to call it. If you look at the first birth of it. In theory, if I'm right about this being the third leg, I think the rules of Elliott Wave would say at least... As written by Robert Prechter in the in the famous book, is that it shouldn't take out that 19,000 high that it made before. I think it made a high at 19,700, 800, somewhere around there, right? Like right below 20 grand, I think. I think if I remember correctly. So it shouldn't really take that out. It should be.
1: It should bottom out above that. So 25 would fit if that were true. You know. Hey there. I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month, and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. Yeah. If, if, that were, if that were the case. And then, of course, then it would
0: take out the high that it made, whichever, what I don't know, was it at 60 or 65? 60 yeah. yeah. He would take that out on the fifth leg and really rent Like it would just be vroom, acceleration, like unbelievable. Like everyone would go, oh, it's over. We're going to 200 grand, you know? And then of course it would collapse again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. no, I think, I
1: think this dip during the summer is maybe like a good time for the institutions to get in. They're kind of bringing the price down, down get the yeah. institutions in and boom. Right. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanks Walter. Cool. Thanks. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.